Jake, we're rolling. Ooh, wait, what? We're, we're gonna go. We're gonna go for it today. Oh, we're not doing an intro song today. Not, not right now, buddy. Fright night. Wow. It's episode seventeen. Yeah, this is episode seventeen. Wow. Yes, sir. I want to mix up a little bit today, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're doing your next from 2011 today. 2011 or 2013? It's 2011, unless I did not update something on my little thingy. Uh, it's 2011. Yeah, 2011. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you, where are you looking? But are you a hundred percent sure? Unless I, it's uh, no, it's 2011. Did I accidentally write 2013 on the email? I have no idea. I'm just fucking with you. Well, stop fucking with me. It's all good. So what's up? Oh, you know, uh, I'm excited to be here. Yes, doing the podcast with you because I always look forward to this day of the week. Okay. Um. It was a fun week. We actually ended up doing our 40% off sell uh, for Blackcraft. So it's been very, very busy at the warehouse right now. Yeah. It's uh, sale still going. Moon. Sale is still going. Gotta use that code moon, baby. Do it. Keep us busy at the warehouse because we have been very busy. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a busy year, man. It's a good, good start to the year. I'm feeling good going into March. We're, uh, we are officially 11 days away from our gummy launch. Wow. What are your thoughts on this? What are you feeling? What are you feeling? What, what are your emotions right now? They feel good, man. We, um, we've been putting a lot of fucking love and work into this, to this project. We got, we got some great email campaigns. We got some great streamer campaigns. We got mm-hmm. some great unsigned artist campaigns right now. You've been hitting it hard. We've been hitting it hard. So it's, it's been feeling really good. So it's that consistency right now, baby. We, uh, 11 days away. Yeah, that makes me excited. I, I'm really excited to see how it, it, it does on the first day. I'm seeing it everywhere. A lot of our friends are posting. A lot of people who support the brand are posting about it, too. So I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I've been trying to think of clever ways to market it. And uh, I don't know right now. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna share a little fun thing that I pitched. Mm. Put, I put it out to the universe. Tomorrow it'll be officially getting into the hands of this massive artist. Oh wait, I I'm not gonna say anything, but I know who you're talking about. Do you do you think I should talk about it? Because I I, <laughs> I want to put it out into the universe, like in in a good positive I fucking way. Think I, I, if I was you, I would absolutely love to talk about it. <laughs> I know I'm like torn. I'm, I'm like, gonna be I'm gonna be it? for do real, man. About it? This is like. I'm not. I'm never going to say it for you, but this is a big deal. What you're what you're insinuating right now? Yeah. <laughs> and, okay. Well, this is. Look. What do you think? Is there like a is there a reason why you shouldn't talk about it? Is there something you want to be? You know. No. I've been in this weird uh, thing this year where I don't want to like share too much before it happens because we're making so many big moves right now yeah sometimes i feel like when you talk about things the energy could get weird but for this one this is a horror movie podcast mm-hmm. mixed in, in in which we have some news here we're going to be doing another day a week where it's just music yeah music, we're pretty excited it'll about be, it it'll just be kind of like a open format we'll get into that technically it was music first so true uh it's an open format but we'll get into that a little bit here so you're going to be getting us three days a week so it'll be Monday, Wednesday, and then we're not sure on the other day just yet. I feel like we can just keep that un, uh, unpredictable. I, I like that. Like actually. either Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something like that. I, I, I really do like that. But uh, so, okay, so we're working on the bat gummy right now. March 16th is the official date. That's deltaextracts.com slash blackcraft, mm-hmm. and that's extracts with X's. Yep. E-X-T-R-A-X. Damn straight delta com slash blackcraft. Delta, delta, delta. We got a fuck ton of emails signed up. That's awesome. We got 
unbelievable Twitch streamer program flying right now. We got an unsigned artist program flying right now. We got a Blackcraft cult program flying right now. We got the smoke Blackcraft Instagram pumping again now. We got the yep. podcast pumping. And I'm like, okay, I feel I feel pretty good about marketing. All right. I feel, feel pretty, I'm gonna go there right now. I'm gonna fucking no, talk. No, I love it. I, I want to talk about Let's it. Let's talk okay. about it. Because, I want to talk about it too. Because I feel like, you know, everyone that listens to this show really has great energy and great intentions for us. So I feel like they'll want to see this and they'll want to see us win. So uh, what I'm about to what I'm about to announce it's it's breaking news and it's pretty fucking crazy to say that um uh, let's just talk about it. I feel like you should get the one button ready. <laughs> the <laughs> Which one? The one that had huge applause. Oh, <laughs> you shit. should really get that ready. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> so our gummies they're legal in 29 states. Mhm. We went through all the states in a previous episode. We, we did. <laughs> Every single Was it 21 one. or 29? I can't remember. Somewhere in that ballpark. Um Whew, uh, you know, this is blood, sweat, and tears of the last year of putting this brand together, Smoke Blackcraft side of things. And for the gummies, our first gummies, they're bats. You're, you're going to have three flavors. You got Haunted Berry, Blood Orange, and Scary Cherry. Flavor, 10 out of 10, legit. We, we fucking perfected the flavor. Blood Orange is a personal favorite. Uh, Haunted Berry for me. Mm. I, lo- I love the Haunted Berry. Lo- I love the purple. It just, it just kind of gives it that vibe. I just, I just love the orange. Yeah, I love orange, fair. everything. So <clears throat> with it, with all this being said with the bats, <laughs> I wanted to, because, because look, we're going to be doing a lot of cool commercials and a lot of cool advertisement for the smoke black crap side of things with the Reaper. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, we're doing bats, man. Your, brain, it, your gears are turning. Yeah. My, my gears are turning. We're doing bats. And if you're listening to this right now, you already know where this conversation is going about what celebrity, <laughs> what, what musician we're going to be part of uh, that I want to partner with. So we got about four ideas we came up with that I think two out of the four fucking grand slams. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the marketing idea we have is fucking insane. <laughs> and uh, talked to my partner, John Reese, who uh, you, you guys will get to know who John Reese is here in some, some episodes Great coming up. Great guy. He, uh, he was the founder of Mayhem Fest. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was the guy who put OzFest not fest together. Mm-hmm. See where I'm going with this? Oh, I yeah, I heard a word. I heard a specific <laughs> word. <laughs> I simply asked John. I said, "Dude, I know you did Ozfest meets Notfest. I know you're the heavy metal legend of all the festivals. Can we can we can we can we get a hold of Ozzy? Can we please get a hold of Ozzy? I'm listening. So we got a hold of Ozzy, and, <laughs> and we got to meet, and we got to meet with his team, and we pitched the craziest commercial ideas, and his team's loving it yes so right now we're working on the on the deal points and see if this is going to happen but i'm manifesting this motherfucker right now like crazy so this is blowing my mind right <laughs> bro now. it's a it, it, it's a trip, it, it really I'm, a trip. I'm even learning this right now because bobby has been keeping me like like kind of like out on arm's length nobody knows this so they, that's here first on uh right here exclusive on fright night damn that is Dude, I'm like grinning right now. <laughs> Me too, man. That's I, so I, cool. I, I'm not gonna go into detail on the commercial ideas just yet, but how cool would it be if Ozzy Osbourne gets involved with us? How cool will it be when Ozzy Osbourne? I like that. I like that, <laughs> dude. This is so. This could be really cool. Is, is this not surreal to you right now? Like at some point, <laughs> you just have to ask yourself. Like twelve years ago, I was in Novella, Pennsylvania, and now you're. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, dude, growing up, I mean, I grew up on Ozzy and Sabbath. You know? I know. So, so the fact that this is even the opportunity right now is just just to be able to take that meeting on Friday, 
was insane to me. Like, like it's a possibility. And, 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 and on a previous episode, remember I said, just put it out there, you know, just, just it's like my mind, anything you do in life, business, music, whatever, you got to put it out there. Never know what's Mm going to come back. So fright night listeners, we need need all your positive vibes, whatever you can to help us send this through. Please do. This is this, this could change the game forever for us. Like on every uh, like faucet of like Blackcraft in general. Yes. Just like to have Ozzy on board with our brand, with our products that, that I can't, my brain is still calculating. <laughs> like it, it's still trying to process this right now. It, it's pretty insane, man. So, Oh man, that's so exciting. Yeah. I'm, I am stoked, man. So March 16th and uh, we'll keep you updated as, as the deal goes on here. We'll, we'll see what happens. So Gosh, fingers crossed, man, I'm <laughs> crossing every finger. <laughs> that's fair, man. Hey, you know what, you know what else I'm excited for uh, moving on here is how we want to do another episode a week. I, I kind of like yes. that. I like so that. we first off, thank you so much for all the support for the movie review aspect of Fright Night. Um, it's been extraordinarily successful since our first episode doing Hereditary. And thank you so much for staying in touch and all the new listeners are checking us out. Don't worry, we're going to be getting a lot more content and movie reviews out in the next year or so. We're just going to be we're going to have a huge lineup for you. And but we also have to understand and you know know that this was a music podcast first and it's important that we keep that rooted into the fright night podcast. And so me and Bobby were like, you know what? We got to start doing music episodes again, strictly music, talk, music, talk bands, unsight artists. I told him I am for sure down for this. Um, I, I just love to talk music. It's my two favorite things in the world or films and music, man. Yeah. Same here, man. And also uh, we have an Instagram handle now. Oh it's, yes, uh, at Blackcraft Podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll be you'll be seeing all the Fright Night stuff, all the Unsigned Band stuff, and it's cool, man. Because you know, last week I jumped on the Twitch show again mm. uh, that I walked away from. Yeah, it just felt good to be back, listening to some Unsigned music, just bullshit and just talking. I was only on for like two minutes, but I was watching the show, you know, because mm-hmm. I watched the show here and there. And I'm like, fuck, that's such a passion of mine is these unsigned artists, and I don't ever want to give that up. So. Yeah, uh, you're gonna get another day of us. Yes, uh, I'm all for this. Um, I'm excited to talk about all these unsigned artists who I haven't even heard their music yet. Yeah, there, there's gonna be some sick ones, man. And you know what? I feel like let's let's play a little music right now because yeah, let's do it. This show's feeling good, but it feels a little like a little quiet. It feels a little quiet because it's like well, it's because we usually have some background music. Oh, is that what's going on? Yeah, so you usually start off with a song and then you put it at low volume for the rest of the. Uh, oh, is podcast. that how I do it, Jake? That, well, I'm pretty. I yes, yes. I'm not second guessing myself. Right. Should we do it? I think you should do it. All what right. band? Uh, well, it's Fright Night. We're here. We're here uh, reviewing. You're next. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Got the masks on and shit. Mm-hmm. And this band right here fits the vibe perfect. Ooh, the coursing. Ooh. Let's do. Uh, you were telling me about them earlier today. Let, let's pick a song, Jake. Worthless. I am the cure or fatal mm-hmm. hour. I am the cure. I like that. Bam. Here it is. I am the cure. The coursing.
coursing. I am the cure. There we go. Now it feels better. Now it's like now it's like Friday night. I love it when he plays the songs on the podcast and it gets I get like all amped up. I start being an idiot really, but Yeah, that's fair. It's fine. <laughs> well, Jake, we're here. We are here. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We're so we're going over um your next from 2011. Star oh uh, yeah, starring Sharni Vinson, Barbara Crampton, Joe Swanberg, Amy Semetz, Nicholas Tucci, Wendy Glenn, A.J. Bowen, Rob Morin, and Ty West. And directed by Adam Wingard, who did the movies The Guest, Blair Witch from 2016, um, VHS 1 and 2, Godzilla vs. Kong, and Death Note. What was The Guest again? They, I, I honestly, I'm not familiar I, with that. I've heard about it. But the, I don't, the Invitation was a movie, right? That's a different movie. That's a movie about the house in the hills. Yes, the in house Hollywood. in the holes. Yeah. In the holes? The hills. Sorry, the holes. I said that wrong. It is kind of a hole up there. But yeah. And the movie length of the movie is 94 minutes, so it's a nice brisk experience. And the Rotten Tomatoes score is 79% um, critics, 60% audience. And... Fairly, fairly positive. And then we got the budget, $1 million budget, and $26.9 million in return. Oh, Bobby, what do you think? I think we're in the wrong industry. We are in the wrong industry. But I think selling legal drugs. <laughs> Can I say that on here like that? <laughs> I just took a sip of LaCroix when you said that. <laughs> I mean, we're selling, you know, I'm sorry. I, I fucked up on that. I meant. <laughs> just say edibles and weed. Well, no, I was saying rugs, like. Rugs, yeah, rucks, yeah. Well, we are selling flower vases now. Yeah, flower shout vases. out Har- Harbinger. I got to give you your flowers on that. Literally, <laughs> Harbinger said you're selling flower vases now. I was like, I got to run with that one. Oh man! And then uh, streaming right now is nowhere free. Once again, we had to drop about four bucks to rent. Three ninety nine on on Amazon. Hey, you you told me a little cool thing about Amazon. I'd had no fucking idea. Yeah, you want to explain that? What you found out? No, because I'll fuck it up. But. <laughs> <laughs> But I like. I wonder who else knows this. How did you know that? I've kind of always known it because you know I'll watch a movie and I'll put it on pause to like mm-hmm. go use the restroom, and all of a sudden you see all this info about a particular scene or the actors or the cast and yada yada yada. Yeah, that's the part that Bobby's talking about. Yeah, how did you know that? I like uh, like I said, I would like watch a movie on Amazon, and I have to use, and I would just pause it, and then I would see all these like little credits that would pop up. But, but I pause the movie a lot, and I never picked up on that. I guess you're just smarter than me. How, how did you like? I mean, seriously, you just. From you, you pause a lot of movies. No, I don't pause a lot of movies. That's just how I discovered it. Huh. <laughs> but sometimes when I do need some notes while watching a movie, I will actually utilize that feature specifically just so I can get the names of the characters. Okay. So. Got it. But yeah, um, you're next, Bobby. You've seen this before. I saw this like uh, probably five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. I love home invasion movies, so we know that this is my favorite genre yep. of, of movies. Uh, yeah, I, I fucking, I did not remember the whole movie, Yeah, but Home Invasion I love. Yes. We know this. No, that's cool. I have seen this before too. I would say I've probably watched this maybe two or three times before watching it again for the podcast. Mm. I do have fond memories of it, and I was actually really excited to review this movie when I saw it on the list of our letterbox. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to go over this. Um, I'm trying to think... I want to go over some stuff. I didn't write it down, but I I told Bobby about this one actress named Barbara Crampton. 
who happens to be the mother in this movie. And I was explaining to him how she's kind of like a horror icon in the whole horror genre. And like a lot of people who love horror know who Barbara Crampton is. And I think over time, I don't know if you're down to do this. I kind of want to, I didn't look it up, but I kind of want to know what month she was born and see what her birthday is and like dedicate a whole like month of just doing Barbara Crampton horror films. What are your thoughts on that? Mm, I feel like the movies aren't going to be that great. What do you think? Oh, she's been around for a while. She has a lot of older and newer films too. They're pretty well. I'm pretty well versed with her. Let's do at least one on her month. How's that sound? Okay, that's it. We're gonna do one on her birthday <laughs> month. <laughs> I'm down. I'm so down. I really liked her in this movie. Yeah, and and you and she was in a big horror movie back in the '80s. Um, uh, re, 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 Reanimator. Reanimator. Is it Reanimator? Let me check real quick. Was that a, was that true? Or were you lying to me? No, no. Uh, you know what happens? I said something, and then now I'm second guessing it because because now we're actually recording. <laughs> I'm actually recording Reanimator right here, man. Barbara Crampton, baby. Okay, so you were right. Okay. I was right. So maybe her movie actually are awesome i just thought you were bullshitting me this no i'm not bullshitting you i can understand why you would think i am bullshitting you yeah i guess i'm known for bullshitting you yeah you are so but yeah i, I think over in the future i would definitely like to go over I'm barbie down. crampton movies more often um we are about to go into death by spoilers so if you have not seen your next yet uh, i recommend you pause right now and go watch the film and then come back for the second half of the podcast and see if you agree with us on some of our opinions of the film uh we're going to start with the first segment which is fright night footnotes uh it's going to be a sum up of the whole movie so here we go We are introduced to two characters casually living out their night after what looks like an unfulfilling sex session. But within minutes, the house is intruded. The girl killed first, followed by an axe to the head to the older man. We are then introduced to an older couple driving to their vacation home, played by Barbara Crampton and Rob Morin. We soon find out that the family is meeting together for a couple of days to celebrate their 35th anniversary. This includes siblings Crispin, Drake, Felix, and Amy, played by A.J. Bowen, John Swanberg, Nicholas Tucci, and Amy Semetz, and the significant others, played by Sharni Vinson, Ty West, Wendy Glenn, and Margaret Laney. What starts out as a polite but tense family dinner into turns into an all-out attack on the family by, by three masked intruders. As the family is picked off one by one, we then see another side to Erin, Crispin's girlfriend, as she was raised in a survivalist compound when she was younger. As Crispin runs away to look for help, we soon realize that the one brother, Felix, is behind the attack in order to obtain the family's fortune. When Aaron overhears the corrupt plan of Felix, she fights back in bloody mallet fashion. In a bloody display of revenge, Aaron not only successfully kills off all three masked intruders, but also defends herself in a high-intensity scene as she successfully kills Felix and his girlfriend, Z. But as she sits there, Felix's phone rings, and she soon realizes that her boyfriend was also behind the attack. During the final minutes, Crispin attempts to convince Aaron that this was all done for their future and that she was never meant to be killed. But Aaron takes no prisoners and stabs Crispin in the neck and eye. But immediately after, Aaron is shot by a police officer through the window. In campy fashion, the police officer slowly opens the door as Aaron yells at him to not open. But it's too late. The door was rigged earlier by Aaron, and the police officer gets axed in the face and into the end credits. Bobby. Yes, sir. What do you think? Ooh, this movie was this movie. What I'll tell you what I loved about this movie: Home Invasion. Mm-hmm. Check check the box for me. 
Absolutely. Uh, 94 minutes. That checks the box for me. Mm-hmm. That, that good old hour and a half I like. Yep. And um, I, the speed of this movie was good. It was so the flow. Bad. The flow was good and everything It was consistent. Happened. It got straight to the point. It really did. It, it, it doesn't take long to get into the massacre at the beginning of the movie. No. A um, couple things that really, I mean, going through this movie, playing it out, the, the campiness of it. it. I feel like it's well-earned. It, I feel like yeah. you, you're talking about how uh, Evil Dead, it was just too much, yeah, way too, too much. over the top. Hey, hey, that ruffled some feathers. I told you it, that it review was going to ruffle some feathers. I saw the Discord. I saw some of their reactions. Hmm. But what was cool about this is that there was kind of there was humor laced into the movie, but at no point was it like over the top or felt forced. It was kind of more so like it's kind of humorous just because this is the chain of events that, is, that occurs, you know? Totally. And it still felt scary because that home invasion home invasion to me no matter what is always fucking scary so I'm, I, I like it but i think this this movie did a good job of keeping it finding that gray area of campy but still scary still serious yeah well now that we're talking about it we might as well go into the campfire story section and start uh, let's talk about the plot so the plot is <laughs> my family got money family got money two brothers out of the three wanted that money and decided they want to go in together and find a way to stage the family getting killed off as them the sole survivors yes this is a home invasion film but we don't know this for at least the first half of the movie what were your thoughts on the plot what did you like that this movie halfway through it turns into like it, it kind of shows all its cards pretty early on that there's uh, that the brothers are behind it and that the second half of the movie is technically Aaron Crispin's girlfriend fighting off the bad guys yeah um I like the plot mm-hmm. I, I, I like the plot but it got me thinking you know I saw a sign from a church the other day okay I'm listening it says money is the root of all evil a church posted that mm-hmm. why why do churches ask for all your money then hmm mm. Anyway. Are, we gonna, are we gonna go into that right now? No, I wasn't going to it just, it just, it just, it just you know, this this movie was was about money and greed mm-hmm. and and look what happened. Well, you know Look what happened. Yeah, that money is the root of all evil. Um and this movie definitely showcases that. I think what's cool about this, and I was talking about with Bobby earlier, because we haven't reviewed it yet, but we were talking about the strangers and how your next kind of took that concept, but ad motive. The motive was they wanted yeah. to obtain the money. And that's where it comes off less frightening than a movie like The Strangers where the we strangers can't, just, we don't want to give it because just in case people haven't seen The Strangers yet. But the motive in The Strangers to me is far more unsettling than the motive in this movie. The The motive in Strangers is the scariest movie on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. That motive. Because that's reality. That is a reality. That's a fucking reality. And what's and I think that's what makes this movie at least more fun. It is scary. It has moments of like intensity. It is scary, but the con because of the plot, you're actually able to have it's more of like a fun ride while you're watching it. You know what? You know what the movie actually more. I don't know about a fun ride. It uh-huh. feels more like a thriller. Yeah. This movie. This movie. This movie. Especially off, the second half of the movie, it yeah. turns into a thriller, and that's why that's why this movie was a little tricky for me. Mm-hmm. Because it starts off home invasion, 94 minutes, right? Like I said, it's checking the box. It starts off quick. And it flows quick. 
But then, like, once that gets revealed, uh-huh. I was like, eh, it's kind of just a thriller now. Now there's going to be some crazy twists and turns and mm-hmm. fucking blah, 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 blah. Which is not always a bad thing, but it also it, it also depends on what your preference of horror yeah. is, too, as well. It, it, the home invasion wasn't scary anymore once I knew the brothers were in on it. I will I will actually agree with you on that. The moment you 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 find out who's behind it all, the fear factor is kind of depleted at that point. But what's cool about this movie is they make you like the lead actress. Um and her name is oh well, what was her name? I said her name earlier. They, her name is Sharni Vinson. They do make you like her. They really do. And you know what? They introduce her very casually at the beginning, and you don't really have an idea. You don't really know that she's going to be like this Mm-mm. badass. And I kind of like that. Usually, movies will put your attention on who's going to be the final go- girl right off the beginning of the movie. And you don't get that feeling at first when you're introduced to her. Yep. It's more of just like the focus of the family and the family's interaction with each other. Yeah. And she's just kind of like a silent character who eventually turns into a really main character. Yeah. And let's talk about it. Cause we're going to do the, uh, um, the villain protocol. We're going to do the villain protocol first before we go into this. So we're dealing with what we thought were just three masked intruders. But then after that, we end up, there's three more ends up being Crispin and Felix and Felix's girlfriend that's behind it. So technically, there is six villains total in this movie. Before we go into the brothers and the girlfriend, what are your thoughts on the masked villains? Love, love, love the mask. It was mm-hmm. like less is more. It was super scary. So good. It was just like less is more scary. Yep, it's it's te- it's like an all white mask. It's not, it's kind of simplistic looking. It low key looks like something you could get at like the fucking Spirit Halloween for thirty bucks. Yeah, and I think on top of that too, you have like an all white mask with an all black outfit. It, it just really pops. Yeah, and I like the fact that I actually want to ask this question: What are your thoughts? Why are they using crossbows and just didn't bring guns or something like that? Because it's quiet. Because there was neighbors next door. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. You, you, you okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I it's was like trying to quiet. Because yeah. think about it. The first scene. The the first actor that gets killed. The first the first uh, guy that gets killed. Uh huh. It's so silent. They're still arguing at the table. They didn't even realize it. It killed him. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that was a good so. observation on your part. Because I was thinking in the back of my head, why, why didn't they just use guns? It would be so yeah. much quicker and blah blah blah. But you're right. The crossbows are so much quieter. You, you know, think back on this movie. It's funny. You know that that first scene when they pull up to their house and they realize the front door is unlocked. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I was like, hmm, don't really make sense because there's no forced entry. So someone didn't break in. Someone had to have a key to that house. Mm-hmm. It, it oh, was just my thoughts. Yeah. Like, huh. Well, th- th- it's technically where you find out, oh, the brothers were obviously in on it because they provided these intruders with the key to get into the house. Right. So, yeah, that does make sense. But you're right. I didn't grasp that at first at the beginning of the yeah, movie. At first I was like, because I, I haven't seen it in so long. I was like, oh, this is weird. Interesting. And, and what's really cool about the two villains, there's two of the villains happen to be brothers. So when one of the villains dies, we he has like a strong reaction, but we don't really know why at first, why he's reacting so strongly. I think another cool thing about the villains are they're kind of like agile. They're, they're pretty... They could they could hunt you down. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like if, if it's up. between you and you them, up. and they have a weapon, you you're pretty you may be fucked at that yeah. point. Like there's probably low chance of you surviving. What else? I I want to talk about 
The aesthetic was good. The aesthetic was the aesthetic good. Was the, great. the personalities played it straight. Cinematography they, was really good. The cinematography was great. Um, what were your thoughts now f- as far as Crispin and Felix, the brothers, and the girlfriend of Felix? What were your thoughts on them as the villains? Loved it. I think I the, did I think, too. I think the, the girlfriend was perfect. She was like, you, like we kind of you said She's, it. She was the most she was fucked, up, fucked up. She was yeah, the yeah, most yeah. fucked up out of all of them. Actually, she was like, "Fuck me in front of your dead mother." So like, that shit's terrible. Crazy, so t- and then she <laughs> takes the ring off the dead mom and puts it's it on her so, finger. Dude, they really made her sick. Yeah, good. And you don't expect that at first too, because she just seems like a throwaway character. Because like she's just tagging along with her fucked up, you know, boyfriend who just happens to kill his family. But then you, she just reveals herself of this much more sinister person. This movie did a really good job, and I really don't even know how the fuck they did it. They got they got you. They get you so developed in all the characters, kind of. They okay. And I, I don't know, really know how they did that. I know how they did that. I got tricked. And we'll definitely talk about that more when we get to the um the the vibe test when we talk about the individual okay. characters. All right. But I, you, I agree with you. It's like they took a specific character trait of each person and like made them known for that. Yeah. And they did a good job with such a short amount of time, uh-huh. you know? Okay, sweet. So we, me and Bobby both agree. We think the villains on both ends of this movie are pretty well established. We do appreciate these villains yeah. in this and movie. And Scare Factor, I mean, it's a 10 out of 10 because, I mean, that's family. That's that's your blood that, that you is can't terrifying. Fly. That's terrifying if you I, think about that. Obviously, the, the brothers turning on their the, the family brother, is more terrifying the than the actual key, intruders. The brother low-key looks like your brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does. I, we were talking about that earlier. Like, he, he definitely has, like, the face shape, the facial yeah. hair, even the eyes. It was kind of blowing my mind when you when you thought that. And I couldn't stop seeing yeah. it after that. I was like, oh, great. Your, bro- your brother's such a nice guy, though. And we're gonna, yeah, I love my brother. And then we're going to go into the um, a protagonist survival guide section. We're going to talk about Aaron. Uh, he's played by uh, Shawnee Vinson. Um, hmm, man. What an interesting final girl. I She is a final girl. She starts off as a kind of just a casual character, like I said earlier. And then she she goes from zero to 100. And it's such a satisfying development in her character. What were your thoughts on, on Aaron? Strong. Strong. Badass. Badass. Um, I. What are your thoughts on the context that they give that she was raised on the survival? I like. That. I thought that was a cool backstory yeah, yeah, to cool give story. her because it does kind of make sense when you're because there's some movies where when a character enacts revenge mm. on on the the murderers, it's just a little bit too over top and too they're too conveniently. I don't know too good mm. at killing back but their reasoning for her it just made so much more sense i was like oh yeah this girl knows the ins and outs of survival she knows exactly what she needs to do if she's put in a position of possible death yeah freaking love that about her mm. she's also relentless when she starts killing off the bad guys like she doesn't even second guess it i was just kind of trying to sit here and kind of think of like a weakness for her i don't really think she had one <sighs> let me think let me think let her, me think. her her acting was 10 out of 10 I feel like there's maybe one slight weakness. What? And I think it's just her impulsion to kill immediately. And and the only reason I say that is when she kills the guy, her boyfriend at the end of the movie, that was her. How do you explain 
a massacred family when you're the only one left. Does that make sense? Like, let's say the police arrive and the chain of events didn't happen where the police witness her stab the guy in the neck and the eye. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like you need a witness yeah, but, but to you admit. Even, but yeah, but you don't even know if you're going to get out of there alive. I mean, at this point, you got you to go Or if there's even in. more people at that point either. I think you would be able to get out of this. A lot of people die in this movie. A lot of fucking death counts. <laughs> I guess you're right. No, I mean, you can't trust. You can't trust your your boyfriend. Oh wait, no, you're right because You'd technically and technically the nine one one call came from from a, from her phone. So why in the hell would they suspect? Why would yeah? She but that call- don't mean shit. I just watched the trials of Murdoch, Alex Murdoch. What what's that about? It's on it's on Netflix right now, twenty twenty two on Hulu. Oh, is that what the what? That's what happens in the. He calls nine eleven. His ass was guilty. Oh shit! They just found him guilty. Don't oh. mean shit if you don't want to call nine eleven. Okay, that puts that, that it. That means what? Every every killer is just gonna call nine one one and be like, "Oh, I called nine one one. I'm good." I had not a clue at all. <laughs> I really for I, before we get to the next section, I really want to really give Aaron the character and the actress her flowers for portraying this role. She really played it straight. She did a great job. Her 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 character felt very convincing. Um, super intelligent. I love to see characters like this in horror films. I like to see smart people in horror films. It just makes the horror factor feel more impactful and convincing. That's my thoughts. She, I think she made this movie feel like a thriller. She, she did make it feel like a thriller. In a good way. But that, way. yeah, exactly. But way. that's also how the movie was written too. And I, I'm definitely not gonna, not gonna give it shit for that because i really did like the direction they went all right we're gonna go into bobby you're excited to talk about this the ominous ominous uh, ominous ominous frequencies ominous. we're gonna talk this is the ominous. this is the soundtrack section how do you say it jake ominous 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 frequencies ominous frequencies and this is a musical score once again i completely forgot to write down the composer who did the soundtrack but <sighs> what were your thoughts because from what i've gathered I remember you and I being like, man, the soundtrack's so good in this. And then moments later, we would be like, hmm. Yeah, it did. It's some, like, like kind of hit and miss. Eight, it did some like weird 80s fucking synth shit. And I'm like, this, excuse me, mm-hmm. this does not fit the fucking movie at all. Well, it's funny because I initially was reacting to it positively, right? I was like, yeah, man, I like this. It's like, yeah, it's like an ode back to the 80s. Like, it's really cool. But then they played it again in a later scene. I was like, it it, "Mm, it missed missed the mark. I'm kind of understanding now. It does feel a little bit too prominent compared to how they did the soundtrack in the rest of the movie, which, by the way, is immaculate. They did a great job with that. But there were certain parts where we just felt the synths were just a little bit too dramatic. It missed the beat. It missed. You think it missed, missed the beat? It missed the mark completely for me. I feel like you and I kind of agree. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad I took a moment to like, be like, I would listen to the soundtrack without the movie, but with it incorporated into the movie, especially those specific eighties parts. I get it. I understand why it kind of takes you out a little bit. If you played that soundtrack for me mm-hmm. you held, and you held a gun to my head and said, Bobby, <laughs> is this movie from, a 1980s slasher, uh-huh. or is this from You Are Next? I'd be dead because I would have picked 80s movies. Oh, this it, is it, true. Did not, it did not fit. No, I get it. And I, I think after like sitting uh, sitting with it, I, I totally get your perspective. It's like trying to put a square, pig, uh, square peg in a round hole. Mm. Well, and a square pig. You ever put a square pig in a round <laughs> hole? Have you ever done that? 
<laughs> I love it when words get mixed. Hmm. <laughs> All right, sweet. Uh, the death chart. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Before we... I actually wanted to list off the deaths this time on this episode, but before we do that, let's talk about our favorite death and our least favorite death. Bobby, you first. What was your favorite death in this movie? Easy. Mm-hmm. This is the easiest call that I'm ever going to have to do. Okay. Early on. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, I don't know why, as a father and a mother in the room, you would want your daughter... To book it. <laughs> to run outside where the killers are. It's so stupid. This was probably so th- the dumbest decision made in this movie. Dumbest most likely. decision made in the movie. But we got the best kill out of it in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tripwire right, th- right at your throat level. Fuck. And she just goes running. to. They, they were going to open the door super fast. And she was going to go run out the door as fast as she can. Mm-hmm. Gets her head completely sliced off. Not completely, but well, halfway through, and I mean, she bleeds out. This yeah. is really well done scene too, because it like amps you up. It goes into slow motion while she's running. The music starts intensifying, and then the moment it goes into real time, her neck just goes and just falls back. Oof. This is more of a thriller movie. The more and more I'm thinking about it, than it is a horror movie. I'm telling you, thrillers are kind of horror. I, I know, anyways. I know, I know, I know. But this one's leaning more on the thriller side for me. Does that make you upset? No, not at all. I actually agree with you. There's a lot more thriller. I, I was not scared during this movie. At no, all. I wasn't scared. I think the concept is frightening. The idea of your of family turning against you. I think that's kind of terrible. True. Um, that's a good kill. I think my favorite kill for sure had to be blender to the head of Felix because that's it, a good one. Only the only reason why I say that is one is just ridiculous but two everyone is mostly getting killed off in very realistic ways whether it's like uh, a mallet to the header face or a machete to the neck or a tripwire like all that mm-hmm. seems a little bit more like that could happen but the moment she slams that blender into his head and she starts mm-hmm. looking for that uh, the, the, what do you call it the the the, the electrical socket and she plugs it in dude yeah, that was it incredible. just comes out of left field because that violence was so not like the rest of the violence in the movie well i mean no you're right but dude i want to i want to go down here i want to i want to jump into some of the kills yeah absolutely so, so we had guy one he got the axe in the head beginning in the movie you had the girl one found found lying dead on the floor yep boyfriend got the arrow through the head in the window let's talk about this boyfriend real quick so this boyfriend happens to be ty west yes who happens to be one of my favorite horror film directors he recently did the movies x and pearl which i would love to review later on in the the future of fright night podcast but he also did movies uh of the house of the devil which is like a throwback to old school horror films but what's really cool about this movie is i these are all people who started off in horror and they have all gone separate ways in the horror community to create much bigger horror films. And I think that's what I really love about seeing these characters in these films. That's, that's fair. And then the, the next kill, we got my the sister who had the barbed wire right into the neck. My yep. favorite kill. Yep. The mother, she got the machete while lying in bed. Mm-hmm. You got the girlfriend. She got punched in the face and axed in the head at the neighbor house, which was which was such a great scene. That was a great scene. She's banging on the glass and that person's already and her killed. body's dragging on broken glass. Oh, it just dude, looks painful. It, it looks fucking crazy. Uh, and then you go into the cat mask killer. 
mallet to the head by Aaron. Which, okay. That was going to well, be, I thought well, that was going to be your favorite scene. I'll be honest. I decide I'm going to reserve that for a later segment okay. Okay, because okay, okay. that is still a favorite of mine. Okay. Um, this scene was interesting. I mean, this is the scene right here where we find out turned, where the movie turned. Yep. The father gets the machete to the neck by lamb face. Yeah. But you end up finding out Felix was totally cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and he's and he got all fucking bummed at Lambface because he's like, "Why'd you have dude, to do really that? right in front of me?" It was already hard enough for me. <laughs> so uh, fucked up. So what else did we have? We had the brother uh, arrow in the back, and then he got stabbed to death by his own brother. Yep, which is insane. Yep, uh, Lamb mask, uh, knife to head by Aaron. Yeah, she was defending himself. I she remember he was poking his head through the window because he saw the window was open. And then as soon as she, oh yeah, and then yeah, she yeah, just yeah, freaking yeah, 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 yeah. boom yeah, knife yeah. right on top of the head. That's right. Yeah. Uh, wolf mask, camera flashing, mallet to head. That I was, thought that, that was a really a cool, cool scene. scene. That was a cool scene. Yeah. Um, Aaron kills Felix. Blender to head. That's, mm-hmm. your, that's your scene. You got Aaron kills Z, which is the girlfriend. Yep. Knife to head, and then Aaron kills. Uh, Aaron just starts killing everybody. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron just fucking goes <laughs> crazy, and then. Uh, I, I, the way the movie ended was hilarious because Aaron accidentally killed the police officer with the contraption that she set <laughs> yeah. up at the front door, which, which I don't know, man. That, that was a little. I think I get it. Th- that's where it goes into a little bit of camp, I which I it. liked. I, I did like that because, like I said, this isn't the strangers where it ends on a very downer, morbid note. It's more of like a fun thriller, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, 15 kills. That's 15, pretty high. 15 kills. Yeah, that's. Pretty freaking, and they're mostly all they're mostly all on scene kills. That's a lot. This is like a thriller slasher. It's like a thriller <laughs> slasher. Exactly. This movie, this movie, low key is a fucking slasher, dude. Man. So good. But then, unfortunately, everyone dies in it, so there's not going to be any sequels. But yeah, I kind of like that though. It just is what it is. Because not every movie has to be a franchise. Nah. Like a lot of people are trying to do these days. Yeah. I respect it. But I get it. You make money. That's it, Jake. All right, man. We're coming into number seven here. The vibe test, Jake. Let's talk about our favorite and least favorite characters. Let We can't talk about Aaron. I hate when you do this shit, man. You put you put like parameters on this shit. Why? It's just obvious bro, that Aaron's bro. the most badass. No, that's not true. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's your favorite character then. Aaron. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> How the fuck can I not love Aaron, bro? Aaron's the best character in this whole movie. Yeah, but it's like so obvious. Oh like, my god! <laughs> but th- that's like that's like saying like this podcast is obvious that we're gonna re- re- fucking review horror movies and and then do fucking comedy reviews. Okay, 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 okay. Fair, okay, fair. Who's your second favorite character? How Jesus about that? Fuck. <laughs> Who's your favorite second favorite? My second favorite character. Am I allowed to say this? Is it, is it going to be too obvious? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding jake i love you mm-hmm. uh okay second favorite character. i gotta think about this for a second you got one uh my first favorite character duh is aaron i would say my second favorite character is probably and this is only because of my bias is uh barbara crampton but only because it's so nice to see her bro she didn't even do anything in this movie i i understand but okay but that's like me saying like you can't you can't pick the main character and you can't pick the most famous character, and then and then what? You see what I'm saying here, bro? She, she didn't do shit in this movie. I, I like her. 
I love her. I respect her. But she didn't really second play a favorite role. character. She was dead fucking se- first okay. one. Okay, second favorite character is Z because only because she starts off like as just this boring girlfriend. He's just tagging along, and then she just turns out to be this really sadistic person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Yeah. He would be your second favorite. Man, I'm trying to think. I. I did like the bro. I did like. I, I was gonna say probably the brother. The brother that wasn't a part of it, or the brother that was no, a no, part no, of no, it. No, the brother that was. Which one, Felix or Felix. Chris? Felix. Felix yeah. yeah, I like Felix. Yeah, I would go Felix. Yeah, I would say my least favorite is no against no, nothing against Ty West, but he literally had nothing to work with in this movie. He was like in the movie for like two minutes. Um. But he gets an arrow to the head, and that's what starts off all the carnage. But I think as far as the most underdeveloped character, I would probably say Ty West's character. Yeah, definitely. He should have been, like, way later on to go. I wonder why he was first to go like that. I, you know what? It's a good question. I think it's funny, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. I didn't... I didn't. This, the thing about this movie was weird. It was like, I got invested in the characters, but I didn't fall in, like, love or... I didn't really have a love or hate relationship. I just thought... The main character was such a fucking badass. I think that's fine. I think you know what I mean? You don't I, have I did, to always love every. No, you don't have to always even love one character in a movie. Sometimes it's just an experience, you know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like hate any character. No, I don't think I did either. I even thought I even enjoyed the the intruders. I thought they played their roles pretty well. Very straight laced. They were great to the point. Um, okay, cool. Uh, what, what do we want to do? What do we want to do? The scenic route. Favorite scene, Bobby. Could be a visual, blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. Favorite scene, <clears throat> I remember the first time I watched this movie, uh-huh. was that oh shit factor. Oh wow factor. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Was when the dad gets his throat slit. Shit. Right in front of the brother. I was like, holy shit. Oh, they're in on <sighs> that it. Like, is that a good was like, one. That was such a oh shit moment for me. Mm-hmm. And then that made me instantly like get invested like mm-hmm. right away because I was like, damn. I was like, you don't see it coming. You don't see it coming, and you're like, damn. There's gonna be some crazy fucking twists and turns to this movie. So that that that's that's my uh, scenic route. And you know, I'm glad you brought that up because it, it, he it, the brother technically gave himself away right after the dinner scene he's like they probably have a blocker on the thing that you can get him online for like 30 bucks like how the fuck would yeah, you know yeah, to yeah, get yeah. him online for 30 bucks and, and, and like <laughs> while everyone's panicking freaking out and he's like, like talking casual like, he's just like yeah, yeah you like you get like okay that's a bit of information that you weirdly have at this very moment uh, that's good i like that scene what, what about for you what, what was uh, your what was your what was your favorite i uh, i would i would say aaron's first kill um where the what well, i think it's the the cat guy the cat mask guy the, the mouse to the head uh, yeah so <clears throat> when he breaks through the window and he climbs through and you have that camera angle right below oh, him it was shot so and, good and he just looks bigger in life and then this is where the musical score really did fucking di- do a great yeah. job and you just everything's in slow motion and you see aaron's reaction to the guy and you don't know what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, she turns out to be this crazy badass and kills him with the mallet. I would say that's my favorite scene for sure. Yeah, same. If you had to think of a scene that was like unnecessary, I, I felt like there was one part where it dragged a little bit. And I'm trying to think of where it was because I know every scene was necessary technically to move the plot forward. You know what's funny about this? I was really trying to focus on a scene I did not enjoy. I couldn't. 
I mean, I mean, look, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll into it, right? Because we're going into number nine, lights on, lights off. And yeah. it just kind of plays a role into it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't really find anything about this movie I did not enjoy. It didn't feel I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not enjoy there was not one part about this movie I did not like. I really couldn't think of a scene that felt slow either because no. technically everything ha- like that they showcase was technically would technically be meant for it to happen in a movie to move the plot forward. Look, dude, look, we're coming into lights on lights off. If you're new and you're just listening lights on means you loved it. You're scared shitless. So you're going to, and you're creeped out and you're going to sleep and, with the lights and, on and tonight. You just like the movie you're giving it lights on. If you thought it wasn't good, rough watch, boring, scary, dragged on going with lights off. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it simple, Jake. I'm just gonna get into it. Oh, let's do it. I'm going lights on. Yeah. I, I think, I think you take a million dollars, turn to 26 million to box office. Box check. I love that you always bring up the the, the turnover. Well, of course, man, because <laughs> this is a business at the end of the day. You yep. talk about it. I love the turnover. I love the hour and a half. I don't think any fucking movie should be anything longer than an hour and a half. Especially, half, especially with home invasion dude, films. Dude, hour and a half. No more. Let's mm-hmm. go. We we need to make a rule in, in the movie world. Nothing longer than an hour and a half. I agree. It, it, well, we Hereditary was two hours. Two hours too long. To be honest with you. Because <laughs> it was too too scary. <laughs> the scariest movie on planet Earth, yes. Um, lo- I, I, I love that. Um, I love the pace of the movie. <clears throat> and like I kept saying on this episode... The director did a great fucking job of getting me invested into these characters. I don't know why or how it happened, but it happened. He made the family feel like this is a family. This yeah. is how family yeah. interacts with each other. You feel like it's just a nice getaway. It, mm-hmm. it, it just it grabbed me in. And I love the kill scenes. I love the plot of the movie. I think it's great. And it kind of, you know, the only thing about the movie I really was not a fan of is that 80 cent. That was, that would be my only complaint. Cause I even think it, you reacted the moment it happened. You're like, man, I don't know if I dig that. Nah, it threw me a little bit, but I loved, I loved the other parts of the, of the score uh-huh. this was incredible. That, that lost me, but lights on easy, easy call. This is kind of an easy, easy this call. is kind of an easy call for me too. And I'm really hoping we do a movie soon to where easy I feel more call. conflicted with my rating. Like I said, I think the last movie I felt conflicted was the, the, no was well, no, because art, the clown, oh, I, right. I already that's knew right. going into that art, the clown, pers- you know, persuaded me to give it that's a lights fair. on. I'm always going to reference the thing. I feel like I'm kind of haunted Bro. by that episode because I feel like I should not have given it a lights on because I didn't really enjoy it. That movie took like fucking five years off my life. <laughs> I keep on bringing it up because it keeps on haunting me. I'm like, man, why did I give Shit. that? Like I didn't, it wasn't fun. It wasn't a fun watch. But um, for me, this is like a no brainer. It's a lights on, like it's yeah. efficiently made. It's intense. Hell yeah. Great thriller. Amazing final girl even ends on a funny note where somebody accidentally dies. Uh, the the villain cast is great. There's six villains in this. Um, I like the dynamic between the two brothers. I like the dynamic between the family. Um, 15 kills in one horror film. Uh, I, if you're unhappy with the horror element of this movie, I don't know what's wrong with you, man, because this movie does serve it, even though it's in more of a thriller fashion. Dude, this movie gives it everything to you. And honestly, I'm a little bit confused because I, I brought this up to you earlier. I was like 60% audience. I feel like this should be more like in the 70s or 80s because I feel like this is a really solid horror film. Yeah. Well, people don't make fucking sense because <laughs> Dumb and Dumber has a 69% rating. In are you kidding me? That's like your favorite movie yeah, of all it time. It just shows you how people are not bright. Oh, man. It's also called, it's called Dumb and Dumber. It's the best movie in the world. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. It's a great movie. Did you ever see the sequel? 
Of course. <laughs> what were your thoughts? Well, which one? There was there was two. Dumb and Dumber two. <laughs> the most the, recent one with the oh. actual actors. <laughs> the, the the problem with that one is everyone <laughs> has made too much money from the original Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> so they kind you know like because there's something magic in the bottle with Dumb and Dumber. Uh-huh. Everyone's hungry, right, to make it in in show in Hollywood. Uh, Dumb and Dumber Two, you could tell everyone just has hundreds of millions of dollars like, just chilling. You know, I still liked it though. Still, like, hey, I would have given that a lights on. All right, I, I I was hoping you would. That's it. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so yeah, we got two lights on for this. That is wonderful. Uh, I think before we end off the episode, I'm going to tell you for our next episode, we're doing the movie Hell House LLC. Excited for this one. You have never seen this before. Is, is this kind of like Haunt. So it's um. N- no. Well, yes, it's involving a haunted house. So the premise of the movie is... It's found is, footage, right? Yeah, it's found footage. Uh, a group of friends who start... where uh, They start up haunted houses and then make money off of it, and then they move to the next city. Like, every year they do a haunted house to mm. profit off of. And they choose this one location that, that's an actual haunted oh. hotel... And then shit just happens. And what's really interesting about this movie is one is done with a little to no budget, but two, there's some really effective shit in it. And Bobby, I actually think you'll appreciate this, especially if you do love Blair Witch Project, because there is, there is a thoughtfulness to this film. And I think that's why it has such a cult following at the moment. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah. We've been talking about this one for a while. So, so people, as a discord too that's what i'm saying um also yeah if you're not if you're not a member of our discord make sure you join 666 club memberships are still open blackcraftcult.com just search 666 club a lot, yes. of, a lot of cool shit man and we're going to start marketing all our stuff on our new uh blackcraft podcast that's ig at, that's at blackcraft podcast a lot of you probably already follow it because i was it was my account i was using it for the space zebra thing mm-hmm. so we're switching that over right now so if you only been following us or on the discord, uh, we're going to start posting all of our fun little horror flyers for each episode on that starting probably today with this episode. Mm. And then we're going to start doing fun voting polls. We did one last week for smile and we want to start doing that with this new, uh, with this new IG account and start getting your guys's uh, perspectives and what you think on these horror films that we review. I think it'll be fun. Fuck yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Another one down. Another one. D- oh, oh, can we just go over uh, Evil Dead real quick? So I did a uh, poll uh, on my personal <laughs> IG because we didn't do it this week on the Blackcraft IG. And ninety-two percent people gave it a lights on, and only eight percent of people gave it a lights off. There was only two it was it was a lot smaller amount of people that voted but only two people gave it a lights off who i'm not going to give out names because i don't know how upset you are by this those are my people <laughs> you gave it a lights off oh yeah because i gave that movie a lights off you did give it a lights off i got some dms about that people upset yeah people are upset but uh i just want to say that the 92 percent were right so thank you wrong but <laughs> Great episode, episode seventeen, mm-hmm. Fright Night. You are next. Uh, we'll be up with. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, mm-hmm. episode eighteen. We'll be doing Hell House LLC. Fuck yeah! I hope everyone has a great Monday. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone's kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone's being kind to themselves. Please do. I hope everyone is watering their flowers. Mm-hmm. I hope they're talking nice to their plants, cuddling with their dogs and their pets. I hope you're everyone's working out. Mm-hmm. I just hope the best for everyone. Send in love. I'm out of here. Goodbye, everyone. Are you out of here? I'm out of here. Like out, out. Like sleepy time. Like you're going to go like sleep. Like sleepy, sleepy time. Okay. Bye, baby.